NCAA Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Alan and Alan. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of the AA Sports Podcast. We are your hosts, Alan and Alan. Uh, before we get started, I want to say happy anniversary, Alan. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, man. Yeah, you know, it's crazy eight years already. Yeah, so, man, time flies. It does. You know, it's insane. They always say the older you get, the quicker time goes by. Well, probably because mostly work, so I'm going to try to change that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like that, that's where most of my life disappears. I hear that, man. So, um, really, we got like little two subjects of news besides breaking down these two series. First one is finally the Angels employee, Eric K has been indicted in the Tyler Staggs overdose death last year. The federal grand jury indicted the former communication director related to the death of Tyler Staggs. According to the indictment, Clay, who told federal agents he did provide drugs to Staggs and charged with distribution of controlled substance, which resulted in Staggs' death and for possession with intent to distribute of the opio fentanyl. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So like you said, Eric K was indicted. Uh, he told federal agents that he provided fentanyl to Skaggs, um, who ultimately died on July 1st of 2019 after choking on his own vomit. Yeah. Um, you know, Staggs was 27. Uh, law enforcement officer told ESPN the Staggs snorted oxycodone and was likely unaware that it contained fentanyl, a powdery, dead, uh, deadly drug. Uh, Clay told investigators that he saw Staggs store oxycodone in his hotel room the night he died, but he did not believe the drugs Staggs took that evening were the same ones he gave him before the trip. Mm. Clay told agents that one of the lines he crushed the pills was not a substance that he recognized. So we'll have to keep an eye on this, see what comes with this. Uh, Prosecutors said that August they plan to charge him, so now it's been dead. So, you know, it was later, but, you know, fentanyl in the system, Staggs would have not have died if that wasn't was the issue so yeah so like you said uh we'll see what happens from this i mean it's been ongoing for over a year now and uh, i'm sure they'll get into it with a trial uh, yeah. but let's move on um <laughs> the next thing we got to talk about is the miami marlins you know they did pretty well this season i thought um but it seems like they're parting ways with their president michael hill yeah you know the, uh, michael hill the 19 year tenure with the franchise has ended uh, he was the president of operation the past six years, provided um, continual after 2017 change in ownership. But his contract expired. He will not be back next season, Derek Jeter said Sunday. Okay. Um, Derek Jeter said, I approached this as a new negotiation. We had conversations over the last week or so. I just felt like it would be best in the organization at this particular time to move on without Mike. Yeah, man. Um, I wonder what happened there because, like you said, uh, they, they, I guess the reason he's stepping down or, or they just – they weren't able to reach a agreement on the new contract. Um, and you know, like you said, he's been there since 2002. Yeah. So, you know, he was the GM, um, but so, you know, he, a wide search for the replacements. Um, candidates will um, unlikely include, you know, the player development and scouting of the Marlins right now, Gary um, Dean Blow. Um, Jeter said he has a lot of smart baseball minds in the organization. They're smart baseball minds around the game we're going to sit down and see what type of person we need for this role so he said hill joined the marlins back in 2002 the yeah. next year they won the world series but the year but this year of course they finished 31 and 29 finished was first above 500 since 09 
and then made the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. He, yeah. You know, that coronavirus outbreak. So he helped, you know, got him to the wildcard line. Unfortunately, they lost to Atlanta. Um, the roster after losing 105 games last year, you can't ask for that. Um, it was a great step in the organization to see some progress that we made in the last three years. Hill was general manager for six years before becoming the president. He worked three years in the Jeter regime and the organization, whatever heavy turmoil, um, you know, he had a hand in Stanton's 13 year, $325 million deal. He was later involved with the trading of Stanton, Yelich, Azuna, D Gordon and JT Ramuto before becoming president. Okay. So, I don't know. He did some good, but I think I don't like. I don't know what they're going through next. Like, what? I, I think Jeter just wants to go a different direction. I mean, he's he's just trying to make it all his own. Um, I think now they're within striking distance. He wants that guy can put him over the edge, right? So. Um, and like you said, this guy he's been with the organization for quite a while. I'm sure he'll find a job somewhere else as well. So we'll keep an eye on both uh, both these things. Oh yeah, like it wouldn't it, if he wants to get back into the GM itch. Um, his name would probably be at the top of the list for the Angels. It wouldn't surprise me. You know, that position is open. Oh, yeah. And then Absolutely. Phillies as well, you know. So they're looking for a GM, too. That's the two spots for sure right now. So we'll keep an eye out and see what happens to that. All right. So that was really it. So the next thing we're going to talk about <laughs> is these championship series. Yep. Man. Uh, yeah. The the ALCS. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, you got the Astros and the Rays. Um, and, you know, both these series, the championship series, I thought was pretty great. Yeah. You know, um, the shocker, of course, was Astros making it because, um, you know, we thought – We thought they, were, they weren't even good enough to get in. Yeah. They they, beaten the first if round. If it wasn't for the, ex- the extended playoffs, they wouldn't have been in. Exactly. But they made um, the most of it. So, yeah, so uh, let's, let's pick up here at game three. Uh, the first two games, as you know, the Rays took. Um, and then ga- game three, you know, this one, this one brought the Rays to a 3 nothing lead in the series. And, you know, it, it was crazy. They exploded – with five runs in the sixth inning to ultimately beat the Astros five to two. Um, Wendell and Renfro both had two RBIs in this game. Uh, what'd you think about it? I like it. You know, it started off quick. Cause um, we were talking about this game, right. When we were recording last week, yep. Tuve took that lead early, but then like you said, the top of six Ray scored five runs, two RBI singles um, by Whedon hit by pitch and the two um, doubles, you know? Yeah. It was, you know, the, they strike with the eye on top, but then, of course, in the bottom six, Astros responded with the solo home run off of Brentley, but that was all they could do. Right, the they didn't get it going. Came in, shut them down to that, so it got a 3-0 lead, and you had to put Astros on their heels. And, well, apparently after the game, uh, Alex Bregman, they watched the Red Sox 0-4 against the Yankees being down 3-0 to force game seven and end up going to the World Series saying that we can do this too. So, you know, game well, four, a lot on the line. Well, yeah, man. I mean, after you go down 3 nothing, you absolutely need to grab inspiration from somewhere. Yeah, because I think I what, mean, it's like a 98% chance that you're going to lose the series. Exactly. They're the only ones that have ever done it in baseball history. Exactly. So, well, yeah, what about game four? Game four, man. It hit everything you ever wanted. Two teams with pitchers <laughs> going against each other, Granky versus Glasnow. Yep. Astros were in a win-now mode. And once again, Tuve helped with the Astros on the board early with that solo home run the first. Like, he just set the tone, like, early these next couple of games. And then the third, Altuve added more with the RBI double to extend the lead to 2-0. But then the fourth, this Tampa Bay postseason legend now, 
uh, Randy uh, Rosarina hits a mm-hmm. two-run home run to tie the game. The next inning, Astros took the lead back, but Stringer hit his two-run home run of his own. But then both pitchers went six innings. Glass now gave up his four runs. Granke gave up two. Um, both bullpens were shut down bats until the top of the ninth. Um, Jar- Javier was pitching and gave him a solo home run to Willie. Um, oh, yeah, they cut the lead by one. And then, of course, they replaced him. Uh, Ryan Presley came in and got the save to extend the season for the Astros and force in game five. Yeah, yeah, like like you said, man, I, I like this game because, you know, for the Astros, it was a do-or-die game. Yeah. Um, and you're down 3-0. You just got some inspiration by watching the comeback, um, you know, and they finally delivered. Uh, like you said, they had Granky on the mound who went six, giving up two runs, one of them being a home run. Yeah. Um, but Springer and Altuve both had two RBIs. They helped the Astros, you know, win that game 4-3 to three and giving Glasnow a loss. That's pretty big. That's yeah. Huge. Especially he's been one of the better – pitchers this postseason until then so to get the four runs out of them was very you know knocked them out early because then they pulled them he probably could have went seventh they didn't get to him there but it gave him a shot and extend their season to another game and then game five man yeah game five was a uh, was like it's like deja vu man it's like another do or die game for the astros and another four to three win for them um yeah yeah and it was weird because you know because these games were, you know, seven-game series in seven days, yep. both series, we'll talk about the next series as well, it was a bullpen game for both teams. You're not used to use that in the playoffs come baseball. So it's like now they – if anyone has a bullpen game, the Rays, you think, because they were one of the first ones to have an opener. And right. Then either, and so you think they had the lead, but, well, man, this was a fun one, like you said. Well, like you said, this one was – and it was another tight game, but the reason this game was – was pivotal is because Correa had a walk-off home run, which you know that had to shift the momentum in the Astros' favor because now they believe. Yeah. Like you said, Springer hit, hit another home run to take the lead early. Brandon Lowe ties it with a home run in the third. Astros retake the lead with a uh, two-RBI single from Brentley. But then the fifth, Randy uh, Azonarina hits a solo home run to cut the lead. Cho exactly. hits a home run to tie it. But then, like you said, the ninth inning, the bottom – Correa hits a walk-off home run to pretty much center field. And everybody knew it, Tomorrow too. night. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Crack, nice I was like, I looked, I was like, oh, God. Nice going, little backflip. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He chucked he it. Yeah, he did. But, man, like, it's like, okay, game six, here we go. Was this the game where Correa was talking to the pitcher after they were getting all, like, heated in a moment? Or was that there was one of these games? No, that was a different, I think. Okay, it might have been the next game. But I just remember that, like, the pitcher, I don't know if he threw something. He didn't even hit the guy. The the batter, I can't remember the situation. The batter got super upset about it. I remember. I'm trying it was to just think. a ball or something. I think it was game six. Okay, so let's, let's get into it then. Because he so, didn't swing He didn't swing at it. Whatever the case was. Said, yeah. Because whatever the case was, it was just a, 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 it was a pitch. Didn't yeah. come near the guy. Didn't hit the guy. It was like an off speed. And he was all mad because he didn't challenge him or something. Yeah. And he was yelling, barking at the pitcher. I didn't get it like, at all. Yeah, man. like he like, he got like a hype yell and. Yeah. Astros didn't like it, you know, the well, written rule bullshit. Well, yeah, exactly. But, like I said, game six, the, yeah. the, the, the momentum shifted from game five. I, so, you I know, Astros actually believed in themselves. Yeah, because, you know, this is rematch of game one. So if we go back to that, Snell was good early, but they got in a little trouble. They got to Valdez and ended up taking the game one lead. So will it have the same outcome? No, it didn't. At the bottom of the second, Willie um, 
Atames hit an RBI double to take the lead early. It was a questionable call on the top of the fifth. Snell gave up a leadoff walk and then a single, but then he was pulled from the game. This is what a lot of people were wondering. Why did you do this? Yeah, man. It was early. You're talking I, the fifth inning, Snell, you know, Cy Young winner two years ago. Like, you should believe him, but this is something the Rays do after some point if, to a pitching count or um, batting through the rotation if they pull you no matter well, what. Like you, said, like you said, they put him in the fifth, but the Astros ended up putting up four runs in the fifth. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Tampa Bay, they tried to come back, but they did a little too – just too little, a little too late. Um, yeah. The Astros' top four in the lineup, each of them produced an RBI that game. So, like, everybody was hitting. Yeah. You know, like I said, after that, they got to him. Uh, Craig hits the RBI single, took a 4-1 lead. Kyle Tucker adds to it on the sixth and seventh. Bradley adds it to the seventh. Boy, you say, you know, Manuel Maggett adds some runs in the seventh. That two-run homer in the eighth, but then the Rays, of course, lose to the Astros to force game seven, taking three straight. Exactly. So, um, man. Definitely a good series to watch, man. And like you said, as we all hoped it would, <laughs> starting off that with a blowout, look, looking like it was going to be a blowout, now we yeah. get to a game seven. Yeah, because, you know, if early you talk a 3-0 lead, and you're like, well, I guess the Yankees and Rays was the better series. And then this – these bats of the Astros did not want to give up. You know, we should have expect that. You know, they're a veteran team. How many they've been? They're de- technically defending AL, AL champs. Yeah. Yes, they're pitching. They're pitching. Cole went to up north. Verlander with injury. Well, but, that's right. That's the biggest thing that I thought is that they didn't have the pitching to get through I, it. Yeah, I, I didn't I'm, think so either. I'm shocked that they forced a game seven without pitching. Like Grinky's like the only guy they really had. Yeah. So, came down to this, game seven drama. Can the Astros do what only the 0-4 Red Sox have done? Win four straight and head to the World Series. The pitching matchup of two old teammates, Morton and McKellers. <laughs> and yeah, did man. this have some fun? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it, it all came down to this game. Dodgers took the first three. Astros took the next three. Uh, and you know what? This game seven did not disappoint at all. No. Morton was shut down the Astros in five and two-thirds innings, six Ks, only two hits allowed. That would all the Rays would need. And the first, the unsung hero, Randy uh, um, uh, yeah, hits a two-run home run. And then the second inning, Mike uh, Zuno hits a solo home run, so we have a 3-0 lead. In the sixth, Mike's adds another by sacrifice fly before nothing. The eighth, Astros finally making some noise with a two-RBI single that – that would get them, but that would be all they get because Rays would get, win game seven with a bullpen came in, shut it down, and now Rays are heading back to the World Series for only the second time and the first time since 08 when they lost to the Phillies in five games. Yeah, man, like you said, uh, the Tampa Bay took control of this game pretty early, and they never looked back. They, yeah. knew, it was, they knew it was do or die, and they had the momentum going, but um, they were like, look, we're, we're done playing with the Astros. It's time, for, it's time for us to get a W. Yeah. Um, and Morton, man, Morton has now became this game seven on the line pitcher that has stepped up. Like, you know, I think what's the ERA now? Like points, like nine something now. Oh yeah, well, it's ridiculous now. His <laughs> and so you know, Morton McGellers were the ones who won game seven against the Dodgers in the World Series. So to force, you know, for them to win it. So it was awesome, interesting, you know, them going against each other, but Morton ended up getting the W. 
Yeah, man. And like I said, uh, the the rookie, Randy, what else does it say about this dude, man? He yeah. showed up. MVP of the AL and the deal, you know, this offseason, everyone's questioning this deal because. <laughs> okay. He was very limited time in the Cardinals. It cost the Rays their number one prospect at the time. Then, unfortunately, he got COVID preseason, so he missed just over half the seasons. But he did do some work, and now the Rays look like geniuses now with this trade, what he's done this postseason. Yeah, man, I think he's hit uh, seven, four home runs. Well, four in that series, but he's four totaled seven. Yeah, man. He's now – and I think the, he only needs one more to take the all-time single postseason lead. And, of course, he has at least four games to, to tie and break it. Hey man, he's he's been hot. I think I think he'll at least get at least one home run this year. I would least, think so. I, I, I think he's going to continue his streak, but we'll see. So you know, with the series being over, the the biggest question is what's next for the Astros. First thing first, I think is the manager Dusty Baker. Does he come back? I think uh, I think he does, man. As much as he wanted to be a one year kind of thing or, or whatever the case may be, he saw success and he can see this team going forward. However. I almost feel like it's time for the Astros to rebuild. I think you're going to. The new GM is going to have to think about this because um, ultimately Astros are going to lose their whole entire outfield. Yeah. Springers can walk, Brantley can walk, and Reddick can all free agents. And if I was the Astros owner, GM, whatever, I think it's rebuild time. I would, I would possibly build the team around somebody like Correa. I, I would keep him, build a team around that guy. I don't know. So, you know, Tuve's locked down for a couple of years. Bregman still has a few more years. Carrera, I think, has one more year left in the deal. Of course, last year's rookie of the year. Um, Alvarez, you know, Kyle Tucker, plenty of time. So, and, you know, lineups after it's kind of set. The rotation, you have Granky and McKellar for one more year. Valdez, you have, of course, control for a couple of years. Ryan Presley, high leverage uh, relief role for the Astros could be in the market for one or two more late inning guys. So it's an interesting year, but you look, like if you lose your outfield, man, you're talking about rebuilding. Of course, I think Kyle Tucker could probably take one of those positions. Um, Reddick is older, so he'd be a smaller deal. Brentley can get a two or three year deal out there possibly. And then of course Springer is his first time hitting the market. So he can get a full deal what he wants most likely. So, what do you think? You think Coach coming back? If I go rebuild mode, I don't know. Right, right. I felt like, like Dusty had a great time though. He it was his he did. first. It was his first walk off win in the postseason, I think. And with you know, uh, COVID being a short season, right? The last minute notice that you're about to become a manager, and all that to come within a game of the World Series, you can't really. And then missing your ace pitcher for the season exactly and losing the other guy in free agency what more could the astros have wanted he's a baseball guy year in and year out he's got the itch i think he's going to want to continue to stick around as as long as he can i think basically him he wants to compete i know if a team can compete and they want him back then yes if they're thinking rebuild mode i think he walks away Right, right. Yeah, you don't want to be stuck in a situation like you're the, you're the Pirates. He doesn't want a, a team to just to babysit. He wants to go for the gold. I get it. Yeah, because, you know, he's never won the World Series. The one thing he – well, he's never won the World Series as a manager. He has right. as a player. But I don't know. Like, if I were the Astros, I'd go full rebuild because you don't know – you're missing a full year of Verlander. So you're not having him next year. Uh, so most likely means – 
if I'm thinking rebuild, I'm trading Granky for yeah. something for a full season. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with you uh, fully. I think it's time to rebuild. Yeah, and then if it depends, like, do you want how many years of rebuild you're talking about? Is it time to try to trade Carrera this off season? Right. If if they keep if they're keeping Altuve, Correa, Bregman, all those kind of guys, then it's time you you want a short rebuild, maybe like two year max. Yeah. But I think they they might want to start kind of from scratch. Yeah, because. You could trade Carrera and Granky. Carrera will get you a better prospect. Granky will probably give you a decent one. Um, after that, then you got a couple of young guys that could possibly compete. That division is kind of weak, besides you know the Oakland A's yeah. right now. So unless you know, you know, Angels does a whole lot of work this offseason once they get a GM and stuff. So all right. it all depends. We'll see. We'll see what this new GM got for the Astros. You know, <laughs> okay, the season just ended, so. I know yeah. he's getting to work, figure out what he wants to do. All right. Well, let's move on to the NLCS, man. So we got the Braves and the Dodgers. Um, and we're going to pick it up at game two. And, you know, I feel like Atlanta was really showing that they absolutely belonged in this postseason and, and in the series. Yeah. Um, what can I say about this game? This game was exciting. Yeah. We, this was all, all, almost over by the time we finished recording. And they yeah. got a big lead. But then some drama came down to the last inning. Like, man, I was <laughs> well, like, "Yo, are they gonna do this?" Yeah, it started off slow. Yes. About four, about four innings. It was it was pretty much a pitcher's duel. Um, but then the Braves came alive in the fourth, and yes. they never lost the lead after that. No, I think they ultimately took the game eight to seven. So yeah. it was a pretty pretty good scoring game. Oh yeah, because um, you know I think what is it the Dodgers scored? I think was it three or four in the top of the ninth. And had bases they loaded. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh snap! I was like, could they do this? And there's definitely opportunity they, there. They um, they could get done. I was really hoping. I was like, this is gonna flip the script if they got that win. But but yeah, this game ultimately um, reiterated the fact that Freddie Freeman is a huge part of their game. Yeah, for the for the uh, Braves. Yeah, most likely MVP candidate. You know. Yeah. You know he, he's getting up there in age, so you know. He you know it's time for him to win now, kind of thing. Especially the year he had with the highly of the COVID, like you know the what he described and stuff. So, you but know, from what you and I've been seeing, though, uh, the Braves, I feel I feel like they're just going to get better every year. So Freeman is in, in a good opportunity to oh, yeah. capture one with the Braves. Oh yeah, I think he has like two or three years left in his deal. He has yeah. plenty of time. So yeah, so that's I think the Braves absolutely want to. Well, they're competing now, but they want to be in the show in, in those couple yeah. years. Absolutely. So game three, what did you say about this game, man? I bet the Braves fans had horror thoughts since last year, game five of the NLDS, when they gave up 10 runs in the first to the Cardinals. Well, well they did one better, 11 yeah. runs in the first to the Dodgers. Nuts, man. So, yeah, the Dodgers absolutely came alive. Yeah. Uh, they, they must've, the Dodgers must have been in panic mode because they're supposed to be the top dog, and they, and they fell two to nothing uh, in the series to the Braves. They're like, look, man, we got to win now. We can't go three and oh. Um, so yeah, you, they need you talk, to win this game at all costs. Yeah, so three home runs, two RBI doubles, an RBI single, all in the first inning to be up eleven nothing after one. It was a wrap after that. Dodgers add four more runs before Braves scored. Well, be the final being fifteen three. Right. Yeah. Luck, lucky for the the Dodgers. Uh, a lot of their stress was set to ease in the first inning after scoring 11, but yeah. that also took some stress off the Braves because the Braves at that point, just game control. It's yeah. like, okay, well, we're not in a tight one. We can't, we, we can choose who we're going to throw out there and we can take, we can set, uh, get some substitutes in because we know this game is pretty much a wash. 
Yeah, um, the- it was funny because after after the first inning, you know, it was eleven nothing, and I'm watching the the game, and they're showing people still coming in uh from the gates to see their team they all had braves jerseys on and i was like oh that's like yeah. you guys i think uh, i saw a picture where a guy he was at game five last year okay and then it was like before the for the beginning of the ending braves gave up 21 runs before having a seat in the seat right right exactly that's crazy um like you said they ended up uh, the dodgers ended up winning this game 15 to 3 every single starter for the dodgers except for chris taylor had a hit in this game yeah, the biggest question with this game was what, what Dave Roberts didn't do was take out pitcher um, uh, uh, Uriera after that big lead. It was like, why did he stay in there? Like, you could have saved him for another game. Like, go to the bullpen, see if they can keep it lead. But it worked out for him, you know? Yeah. So, game four. Yeah, game four, man. Uh, game four, what can I say except for the Braves quickly forgot about the night before and they made Kershaw look like the Kershaw we're used to seeing in the postseason. Yeah, you know, this is the game that Kershaw went to after that back spasms. Yeah. Um, so, although, yeah. although Kershaw did pitch pretty decent until the sixth inning. Yeah, you know, Dodgers had a good feeling that they're going to tie this game up with Kershaw on the mound. He was having a great year. Dodgers got on the board first with, um, in the third of the solo home run off uh, Edwin – uh, Rios, but then of course the Braves tied it up with a solo home run from Azuna. Then Kershaw got into trouble. Braves scored six runs in that inning. Four were charged to Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw. Yep. And so, you know, you got two um, RBI doubles, one, two RBI doubles, and then uh, an RBI singles. So it wasn't like home runs or nothing, but it's the small baseball and they just got to him. Yeah, man, is is one of those games that got away from the Dodgers. The Braves ultimately took this one, winning ten to two, um, giving them a three-one lead over the Dodgers. So the Dodgers can't be feeling good at this point because the night before they absolutely crushed it, and now they get crushed this game. Yeah, especially your ace pitcher, you know. And exactly. like the biggest thing I said was postseason was previous the previous years of Clayton was his arm fatigue. You know, full season. You know, he his arm is actually a lot better now. It's like yeah. almost mid-season form at this exactly. rate. So you uh, thought it'd be a different scenario, but then it's like the crushing is like, man, playoff Clayton is not having good legacy. And, and I'm wondering if it's the stress level. Maybe he can't handle the stress. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, we'll, we'll find he's out. He's pitching tonight. He's pitching tonight, so we'll see what he's doing. Yeah, so the game five, like we said in the previous series, game five has become like the bullpen series you know, seven days. Uh, Braves scored first in the first inning with a sack fly from Darno. Their rookie, Christian um, Pace, hits RBI singles like a 2-0. But then Corey Seager leads, take custody by one with a solo in the fourth. and the sixth, Will Smith hits a three-run home run to take the 4-2 lead. Dodgers add some more runs, RBI single for Betts. Then Seager hits a second home run of the game with a two-run home run. And then Darno gets some more runs in with a ground out, but Friedman scores, but that'd be it. So Braves let the Dodgers win, send a series of one more game at least to game six. Yeah, man, this game, uh, the Dodgers absolutely strung together some very productive sixth and seventh innings. Yeah. Three runs each inning, which that absolutely helped them move forward on this one to get them, you know, within one. Yeah, because, you know, Braves are like most of our division, the NL East. Mm -hmm. Bullpen had questionable sometimes. So being a bullpen game, they got to them late. You just need a shutdown bullpen to do a game like this. 
and, you know, being a lot of their down the starting pitching between injuries this year. It, unfortunately, it has to go to this. So game six. Yeah, know. man. Game six, uh, the Braves obviously were hoping to end the series here, but Bueller, Walker Bueller had yeah. different plans. Yeah, game um, one rematch, <laughs> Bueller versus Max Fred. You're like, okay, this was a good match early, game one. What's going to happen? Like you said, Bueller well, was on something level. And that's game. what they needed. They absolutely needed this from him. Bueller pitched six scoreless innings, and that's exactly what they asked for. Yeah, and then the first inning, it's all they needed was Seager and Turner going back-to-back solo home runs, and then Bellinger hit an RBI single to take the 3-0 lead in the first. And like I said, Bueller went to work. Six innings, right. six Ks, seven hits, no well, runs. Well, it's, it's, it's nice for him, though, because, you know, once you go back-to-back um, and give yourself a, a cushion, Bueller can now focus on his job and not worry about giving up a run. Yeah. And then the seventh, finally, after Bula was pulled, the Braves scored a run by RBA double by Cunha. But then the bullpen finally was settled in. And then this was the shocker. In the ninth inning, Jansen got the save, went one, two, three, only six pitches needed to force game seven, saving that game. Nice. Like, Braves were just over too aggressive there in the ninth. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was not a close game. You need to be aggressive to try to get something going. If not, you got tomorrow night, game seven. I did they? Well, yeah, man, and and I, like you said, this this the both championship series games or series were great because you have two game sevens in the postseason, one day apart from each other. Yeah, you know they're back to back to back, and man, what more could fans of baseball want at this point? Yeah, and especially it, this game seven. And like I said, at least some fans got to see the the NLCS. Uh, you know, eleven thousand fans. Oh yeah, got to be there. So. It's interesting. So game seven. This this game, it can only be summed up in one hit. Yeah. By Cody Bellinger. So everything Dodgers are trying to get back, you know, Braves are trying to get to the first World Series since 95. Yep. Braves strike first for the Zunia. RBI single, you know. Oh, yeah. They didn't miss a beat. Swatson hit a solo home run to take the lead. But Will Smith hits a two RBI single to tie the game. Rookie Austin Riley hits the go-ahead home run to the sixth inning. Pitch hit home run by Hernandez to tie the game. But then in seventh, MVP Bellinger hits the go-ahead home run. After that, bullpen shut down the Braves, going six up, six downs to win game seven and head back to the World Series. Yeah, man, great game. Um, although Bellinger did dislocate his shoulder by celebrating. I, like, <laughs> at first I was like, we mean celebrating. Like, was it the post game? But they it went was in there. This, the they did the elbow yeah, lock and then the next guy the he went up, out and they tried going for the same thing he just like kind of gave him the shoulders like no let's do this and then I have to something. go down to the tunnel yeah uh, other than that though the biggest issue i had with this series or with this game was that the dodgers waited until after 1 p.m to inform dustin may that he was getting the start yeah so i mean dustin may struggled we saw that in the first inning like you said he gave up um gave up a run or so and uh he just didn't look comfortable he said he was ready to go but you can't wait till one o'clock to tell this guy he's going to be the starter that that yeah point. especially you know if you watch um trevor bowers vlog you saw like when he knows it's a game day he makes sure he goes to bed early the day before exactly he wakes up early he has a routine and so just because yeah you know dustin may's a rookie so he might not right. have a solid routine yet but yes he was only supposed to use as the opener most likely but still but still he's, he's a young he's a young guy who wasn't aware he's going to get the start in game seven. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. You should have told this guy ahead of time. And we obviously saw the 
he, him struggling, he threw eight straight balls to start the game. Yeah, eight straight balls. He walked two guys on on straight pitches, giving up a run eventually. Um, even though it was the most ideal way to start the game, the Dodgers found a way to advance the World Series, like we thought they could. Yeah, and we figured after you know the two. Uh, 2-0 series leads by the Braves. If anyone definitely can come back and reset was the Dodgers, and they did. And, and Right, then, they didn't panic. That was a big thing. And then the other biggest thing from that game, well, game six and seven, was the defensive plays by Mookie Betts and right field stealing two home runs away, especially game seven home run. Yep. Like timing it perfectly, going up, snagging it to contain the lead. So the biggest question next is what's next for the Braves? You know, I um, I think the Braves just need to keep doing what they're doing. Lock up any key free agents this offseason if there are any. But, you know, if they, they, should, they should be even better next season because hopefully the pitchers will be healthy. Yeah, so the biggest question for me is Azuna. What does he do? All right. Remember, he was a one-year deal. It worked out for him because he had a great year. The uh, – yeah. What is it? The um. Well, now he's gonna get paid. The DH got the position for the NL, got him more at bats, and yep. opened up. And then he was one of the strong suits, especially in the postseason. So, does he stay? Does he walk? I, I think. It, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it depends on how he thought he fit in with the Braves this year, because he might want to stick around, even if it was a little bit of a pay cut. And then the biggest um, thing I think is what most likely we all think this is going to happen is the DH is staying. So that opens up for why he can save the Braves because, yes, he can play outfield right. or he can play DH, which clearly like he did that. this I year. I like the idea. As much as I like seeing pitchers hit, I like seeing actual batters compete. Yeah, because it, it, instead of you like, okay, pitchers bat, batting, I can look down. If no one's on base, you know, it's right. going to be a quick out. Exactly. Or, oh, someone's on base, see, they'll try to bunt, they'll try to get the guy over real quick. Let's get this going. Or if there's a guy in scoring position, you know the pitch is going to be an automatic out, then it's just a waste. Uh, at least with the DH, we know that it could be competitive, and that can change everything. Yeah. Um, and, then of course, the, the unfortunate question mark is Cole Hamels made one start for the Braves. What could the season have been like they kept him? And Felix Fernandez was probably going to be maybe the fifth starter. He opted out for COVID. Mike Soroka, the early yeah. season um, Achilles, apparently I saw today that he's on track to be back next season. So if they had like Soroka, you're talking, they had four starters. So Right. What if? What if they had healthy players for the whole season and nobody opted out or any of that stuff? They could actually be going to the World Series. Who knows? It would have been a different outlook. Well, last year they got to the Division Series loss in Game 5. This year they got the Championship Series loss in Game 7. So if they progress each year, it means next year they got to go to the World Series, you'd think. And that's what I said. The Braves just got to keep doing what they're doing. I feel like they're on a good route to get there. I like what they're doing. And I've, I've been saying this for a couple of years now. I really like the Braves. Yeah, and then I said if they could somehow win Game 7 against the World Series and, and they somehow would want it, I said I'd be damned. Both our rivals would have went back-to-back years and won the World Series. Uh, but yeah. they just came a little short. Dodgers, who we thought we were, you know, they're the heavy preseason favor after getting Mookie Betts. Ah, speaking speaking of – I know this is off topic, but speaking of our, our division, I heard the good news about Cohen today. He f- passed part one. Hey, man, we're halfway there. Seven to one by the committee. Goes to the second committee next, and then the owners finally. I think it's a pretty – I think it's a lock. It's a lot. I think, like, I think we're good. I think so, too. I think Cohen is going to be within the next course, probably what two weeks, probably because it'll probably be a week after the World Series ends. They'll get the owners together to 
to you know to finalize they, it yeah. finalize it and then they got to do an owner's meeting because like you said the dh rule that might oh, yeah. stay they got to vote on that any other oh. rules they want to change before the winter meetings and free agency starts so right, well, i heard manfred um is open he, he would like to keep the playoffs structured the way it is i think moving forward so we'll see how that works out because it probably gave him a lot more money for the tv rights oh yeah because when Absolutely. I went to um, create the thumbnail for our last video, each series, ALNL, was sponsored by a different company each series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you saw it on the mound. On the yeah. Hit. They had it up there. So uh, they brought more money from that. So they're thinking how much money they got for – yes, the wild card round was interesting. You know, three games, <clears throat> bam, bam, done. But like I said, Astros would never been the playoffs if it was a regular format. Right. And they got within a game of the World Series. Exactly. It gives an extra factor, and it would be more competitive. The only, whole central from both sides lost, yeah, which we thought yeah. was one of the stronger points in the divisions. The, the only thing I'm going to have an issue with is that we have 162 games, and Ooh. now half the field gets in. That's the only issue I'm having. Okay. I, I think we should ex- expand it. Like I said last time, remember? Yeah, if, I think if, we should expand it. the top it. teams get bye weeks. At least the top team, yes. Then it would make sense to me because they get an advantage for being good. Yeah, I at least understand if the number one seed gets at least a, bow, a round bye. Um, let, let the teams that weren't supposed to get in there play against each other, and then they go into the, the rounds, you know, like, like a wild card series. For yeah, them. so we'll keep an eye out, see what they do. I think that's the biggest thing is is DH for the NL and then expanded playoffs this off season for the owners besides voting on the new Mets owner. All right. I know we got off topic, but let's let's talk about the world series world series, man. You know, did I call it or what? Yeah, man. Preseason picks, Rays and Dodgers, you know, Uh, at least out of all that mess mess up, at least you got these two, right? Right. Right? I was terrible. (laughs) The first round. I'm like, both bad on that. I had a feeling with, with these Tampa Bay Rays last year, I think they were just a little bit away. The growth last year, you know, they went five games to the Astros and really were like, besides the Yankees, gave the Astros fight. And, of course, it was in the division series. Yeah, well, what, what, are, the, what are the odds that two number one seeds make it, though, to the, to the championship? It's, I think what I saw is the first time since 2013. Okay. I mean, it's rare. It is rare. So, um, but pitching has been the thing this year, and these, both these teams have it. Well, and then, of course, the thing that sticks out is the payroll for both teams. I was about to say the payroll sticks out to me because Clayton Kershaw's pay alone is just as much as all the Rays pitching staff, I think. Uh, it's um, Clayton's and Betts' prorated rate for this season is like a million less than the whole Tampa Bay team. Nuts. Nuts. And that's the factor of the young, all the young deals and uh, cheap deals that the Rays got. This is why two years ago, you know, I said, you know, the Reds president of op, the Red Sox president of operations, Charlie, he was a finalist for the Mets. What he's yep. done with Tampa Bay every year, you feel like they have the, one of the best farm systems in the league. Come on. The trade, they traded Chris Archer to Pirates for Glasnow, who's pitching tonight, and the, the last year's all star outfielder, Austin Meadows. Yep. Stuff like that. It's just makes the Rays find these deals and like and we talk about you know the AL MVP this year of the playoffs um Randy it's like they find these deals that make it work because they see something and now everyone notices this guy as a postseason fame and the Dodgers they've always been good 
They've been good. They, they've been good at least the last five years. Um, they've been really good. Yeah. And, and this, this is going to be a tough one, man, because the Dodgers are primed to get a win, and the Rays are a really good team. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, this series has to go seven, I feel like. So, you know, <laughs> we start with the Rays breakdown. You know, AL, number one seed, you know, first game, they, you know, swept the Blue Jays in the first round. Next yep. round, they, ha- they went five with the Yankees, which was the heavy – AL favorite preseason. So, right. They went five with them, and then they went seven the next year. Do you think they're going to go seven again? I think so. Ooh, that's tough, man. That's a tough route. It is. I think it's tough. Luckily, there's days off this round. Yes, that's true. That there is, so the pitching is going to be different. So you have days off to give that extra arm. So where, like, Clayton and Glass now could be seen three times in the series this round instead of okay. two, like, the last round. Um. It depends on the situation, but they could be seen, like you said. And then, you know, with the neutral site, it's anything goes this year with the World Series. Right. You know, so it's not like it's L.A. You're used to the heat or Tampa Bay, you're a dome. This is a open stadium with can close of weather. So And you got actual fans in stands, so that you helps. Got, you got 11,000 that I think. I think I think that stadium fits just under 50,000. So you're talking okay. about around 20%. Um, but still, there's some noise there besides the artificial pride noise. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, still pumping. you know, we saw the, the Braves fans were showing up left and right, and it definitely made a difference with fans out there. Yeah. And then a lot of people have less left California in recent years, to yep. go to Texas and stuff. So they're probably not, there's probably a decent amount of Dodgers fans there. And then it's not too far from Tampa Bay. So, you know, the people who most live in Tampa are retired. So they exactly. Have money, they have plenty of they time can to travel. travel. <laughs> so, but. The biggest thing for the Rays team is going to be the pitching. Yes, they have optimally three ace pitchers they got with Glasnow, Snell, and Charlie Morton. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty solid. That's kind of what you need at this point, and, and then your bullpen has to show up. Yeah, and if they stick to a strategy, believe in their pitchers, I think they can get some wins. And then if Randy um, could stay hot. Oh, he's hot, Joe, yeah. Brandon Lowe, you know, has a little bit better series – they can make a lot of noise in the series and they got to make sure they keep those bats down with Seager, Betts and Bellinger a little quieter to have a chance in the series. All right. So how'd the, how'd the Dodgers get here? Dodgers, you know, they swept the, um, the Brewers. God, I forgot, I forgot who made the eight seed. Well, that's because of, that's because the Dodgers took care of them pretty quickly. Yeah, they did. We, we expected the Dodgers to get to this point. We didn't, we didn't expect them to struggle. And then the next series was a surprise. You know, the Padres, we thought was that heavyweight matchup. I, I and they, they swept them. I thought they might have taken it. Yeah, I thought they could have at least competed. Yeah, like forced maybe five. It could have been a possibility. But, God, they swept them. So so, so, so they, took, they took a completely different route than the Rays. The Rays had to go to what? Um, the Rays had to go to game five. Game, game five in the, the D. Max the, games. Game five yeah. and game seven. Whereas the Dodgers, they breezed through it. Yep, they won five straight to go into the NL, and then they had end up going seven games because, of course, that was the biggest thing going into the NLCS was Braves were undefeated, and so were the Dodgers. Yeah, so who's exactly. going to get the first loss? And, of course, you know, Braves took game one, so they were undefeated until game three. But being, you know, majority of that team has been to the World Series now, the playoffs, is a very better team. Mookie Betts has been to the World Series too. MVP guy, so he is, so biggest thing was like you said, Dustin, game seven being the rookie, 
Bellinger, I think this is what third year in the league. So he's still fairly new, but he's been to at least one world series. Right. So it's, well, I like, I like Dustin May a lot. Yeah. I, really I do, do too. I just felt like they, they, they gave, they him, gave him the bad. Yeah. Game seven, but I think he's going to rebound this series. I think so. Um, they've been using more of the bullpen guy. He will be a traditional starter. Like he was started for most of the season. Um, but like I said, with the days off, it does reset, you know, so the biggest thing is who's going to go tomorrow night, then who goes um, – let's see what side. So then we got Thursday – no, wait. So we got tonight and tomorrow. Okay. Day off on Thursday. Then okay. We got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, day off Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday. Wow. Yeah, man. So, yeah. So let's see. Bueller pitched game six. So we got seven, day off. So he could pitch tomorrow night. I, don't th- I didn't hear anything to see who they announced anything yet. I think I think the, the I think he should pitch tomorrow for sure because if they need him later, they're going to want to use him. Yeah, I think so. so. I think you want to yeah. get him out early. It's four days rest. Dodgers have not officially announced it yet, but Tampa Bay is going with Snell tomorrow night, which doesn't as they should me. as yeah. we should, as they should. I, I'm sure Bueller's going to be up there, man. I can't imagine him not being. I think so because he went six. You um. The other guy they probably would start besides, you know, Dustin May, um, Uriera, he pitched game seven, so I don't think he's going to be able to start. He's more the third or fourth starter. So, so yeah, I would think Bellinger would have to go number two, especially no matter what happens this game or not. Right. So, then Bueller. Uriera, Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. Yeah. So. All right, well, then let's get on to our picks. What do you think is going to happen? I, I am still in the air. So are you? I thought for sure you would because you locked it down earlier. You might as well stick with them now. What with the Dodgers? I thought you had to raise. No, I stick to Dodgers winning game oh. seven. Oh. I'm thinking flip flopping now. Well, I I'm going I'm going with the Dodgers. I I feel like the Dodgers have been here. They've they've been really good for the last five years. They they they're itching for a chance to get a, a championship now. I think the Dodgers are gonna take it. It's gonna be I'm tough, leaning towards Dodgers as well. I think, think so. Braves, if they can get shutout pitching from their three guys, okay, and they take their three games, like especially if they can shut down the first three games, it's gonna be hard for Dodgers to win four straight against these Tampa Bay Rays. Look, both teams are great. I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, if, if the Rays win, I would not be surprised. I just it won't like, surprise me either. I just feel like the Dodgers are solid, though, really solid. I don't I'm, I'm going, like I said, I got to go game seven, and I'm really a coin flip come that seven. It's like, because <laughs> then agree. everyone's going to be all, all hands on deck that series. Because, like I said, will Clayton go in game one tonight? Yep. He's set up to go game seven. Same thing with Glasnow. Snell will come out the bullpen. Morton will come out the bullpen at that with this many days off and stuff. Oh, probably. they have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, if it goes seven, man, I would still have to slightly edge it to the Dodgers maybe. Well, but it, like you it, said, it could. It wouldn't surprise me if Rays finally get the first World Series. And exactly, it wouldn't surprise me either. So either way, it should be a good series. It should be. I, I, it doesn't surprise me. These teams are there. You know, unfortunately, Rays are have to start paying people here in the next couple of years. So if they can't afford it because they are a smaller team, well, this could be one of the first two shots they got this year, next year. Yeah, for having to start playing play. And then Dodgers, I think Clay Shaw's legacy is on the line. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, he's got to show up this series. He's got to. He's got to show everyone he can pitch in a post. Jock Peterson's a free agent at this year, so he should have been gone. He should have been gone before this. He shouldn't even be on the Dodgers right now. Right? He should be he on the Angels traded. right now. Exactly. He's lucky. He's lucky. He he probably is, because whoever pulled out, whoever was the reason, but yeah, if he gets if he gets a ring this year, he is so lucky. Yeah, but so. I think we're going to talk about this. I saw this article. I don't know if you did by Barstool about Tom, Tom Brady's a wizard. I saw something. I didn't read into it. What's he talking so, about? I know he's pulling for the Rays, I think. Of course. But, okay, so <laughs> yeah, since <of> course. <laughs> the 70s when he, you know, was born and grew up in San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco 49ers drafted Joe Montana. All right. Which all the Super Bowls. Also during that time when he was in San Francisco – Oakland A's won the World Series. Okay. He went to college, went to Michigan. Um, Red Wings lost the, his first years there to, in the Stanley Cup, but then they won the Stanley Cup. Michigan, uh-huh. I forgot what – I think um, they won uh, the NCAA title that year. And, and, and we know New England's only gone like a year without winning and, any championship. And then, yeah, then he goes to New England. Of course, all the Patriots championship, Red Sox championship, Bruins championships, Celtics, Celtics. championship. Yeah. And now he goes to Tampa Bay this year. The Lightning has won the Stanley Cup. Oh, now man. the Rays are in the World Series. He, man, winning just <laughs> follows him. That's that's a good point. So it's like, what the hell? So so ultimately, you're saying if the Rays win, they need to thank Tom Brady. No, someone needs to go pay that man, <laughs> make him live wherever you want to live, because he turns whatever city to a sports mega championship winning scene yeah man if, if you break it down that's pretty crazy it is like i saw the article I'm like what do you mean tom brady's a wizard and then when they showed everything i was like you gotta be kidding me like this is un like kind of scary once you think it about is kind of scary man and and to think that no matter where you go everybody's winning yeah that's crazy, man that is crazy and then by golly somehow they can get to the super bowl that I'm like, that's it i'm done I'm like just they could yeah, you saw yeah. what they did this week yeah, against Green Bay, man. Exactly. But, Green Bay's been playing really good, and I didn't expect that kind of a blowout. Yeah. So, I expected maybe that if they won, I wouldn't have been surprised, but I thought it would have at least been close. Yeah, I thought so too, you know, being Green Bay, being a hot. And they went down the field quick, so I'm like, okay, this is what the game's going to be. But after that, like Tampa, like Tampa yeah, changed something Tampa, up. Tampa Bay's defense is sneakily pretty good. They're finally coming to own. Of course, they got a lot of their players back yeah. this week. So, But it's just weird, like – when you break down between everywhere he's lived, he has like been around championships. Yeah, man. If the Rays of course win, the stretch I'm, in New England was so damn long. I'm absolutely saying that Tom Brady is the reason the Rays win if they do. Yeah. Now that you brought this up, I mean, this is this is brand new evidence. That's, That's what new. I'm saying. Like, it would not surprise me if they somehow do it and Rays get their first World Series title. Man. <laughs> but, so, but yeah. So, but so far, this game is what we thought. You know. It's in the fourth inning, you know. Oh, pitcher's duel, yeah. Pitcher's duel, like, you know. Yeah, man. Titans at 50 pitches, you know, he's through three in the third inning. Glasnow's over 50 as well. Yeah, so, man, this, I don't know, like, this series is going to be some interesting. One of the better ones, you know, last year, of course, well, I didn't like watching it, but, right, you know. But the biggest thing this year is there's no away in home games. Like you're not traveling, so you're more rested, you're more focused. Um, because remember last year, Astros won all the games in 
Washington and Washington won all the games in Houston. Yep. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's a huge deal. It just worked out that way. But um, like you said, this is probably less stress on the body. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, this one, I think if it stays like this, man, it's definitely going to be a bullpen situation where they're going to make or break your team. And then I saw something else like, why is the all the major sports this year has either come out of L.A. or Tampa Bay ah. with the Lakers winning the title this year? Yeah. And they said, well, they said Florida because, you know, Miami Florida, Heat yeah, was in Heat. the finals. Right. I was like, dude, I was like, what the hell is this L.A. versus Florida thing? Mm. But, man, should be an interesting series, you know. What Kershaw we gonna get? Is we're gonna get like the first two game Kershaw great, and then Game Seven he blows up again? I don't know, man. He's looking pretty locked in right now. Yeah. So, so we'll see. So, yeah, we'll keep you guys updated for sure. Yeah. Um. So that, that pretty much does it for this week. Yeah. Um. Nothing much besides you know now it's just World Series time, watching games, see how it goes. Um. So next week, I don't know. Are we gonna do mid? Because you know if we do on Tuesday, you're talking. What's that game six? If we're there, <laughs> or we might just wait till it's over. It'd be a, a World Series recap. Well, either way, yeah, we'll put something out there for you guys. Yeah, so that is it for us this evening. Y'all have a good time. Enjoy the World Series. We'll see y'all next time. All right, all right, everyone. Thank you for checking out this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Share it with your friends. Don't hog the goodness here from Double A Sports with your friends. And if you want to take that step further, please click on that Patreon link that's in that YouTube, you know, description down there. We do monthly giveaways, gifts from us if you do different tiers, and you will get most likely everything we do here at Double A Sports a day early, if not more. So please share that with your friends also. We'll catch on next time. Peace. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. For the record, you ain't trying to grow any stuff for you. For the record, lab on me going all the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to wish.